righty, back for episode 26. It's been a little while, Grandpa. 26. Well, the last one was in August, but you've been away at university, and Grandpa's been been here reading and thinking about things. And you know, as as you're home now on holidays, it was it reminded me of when I was teaching school, and there, when I'm, this is a a story that I should pass on to. Um, I did a lot of substitute teaching in different parts of the Seattle school system. And I had one job at Franklin High School uh, with a United States history course uh, class, Mm -hmm. uh, U.S. history uh, from the Civil War to, to, no, from 1900 to the contemporary time. And this this history class was the most undisciplined, most just un, over the top uh, unhinged un, unhinged students, uh, black sassy mouth people that would just talk back to one another. There were constant uh, verbal fighting and joking in the class. So it, you said it was at Franklin, right? It was fr- at Franklin High School. When, and it was, what year was this? This was uh, early, in the early 2000s sometime. Okay. It's in within the last, within the last 20 years, uh, or, or I would say closer around 19 or 2007, 2008, maybe in there sometime can't remember exactly when. Uh, so I, I was faced with this problem of their, their lack of interest in the subject. And, uh, and I'm usually pretty creative in figuring out mm-hmm. ways to, uh, to, to get people hooked on, on history. And I, I realized that conventional methods were not going to uh, get me very far with this group. And so we began to look at that period of history, 2000 or 1900 up to the present time, through the window of, of uh, U.S. crimes mm-hmm. and U.S. criminals. So uh, we looked at such uh, criminal events political criminal events is the teapot dome scandal, which by today's standard seems pretty, pretty mild. But at the time it was a huge scandal. It had to do with oil futures and political corruption. And then there, of course, there was Watergate and Mm -hmm. on and on and on. But then there were also the various criminals that, that uh, John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson, uh, Pretty Boy Floyd, uh, Alvin Karpus, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, the Birdman of Alcatraz, on and on and on. These were uh, well-known American criminals. Sometimes they were romanticized. Sometimes they were not. So we set up the study of U.S. history around that subject. And so and then it finally came to the point where the students were to make a report. 
But bear in mind what I said at the beginning of this, this class was so totally undisciplined, just constantly yelling and, and bad mouthing one another. And, and just, you, it was, it was unbelievably undisciplined, rude. So that was the background Mm-hmm. Uh, the day that these reports started to be given. And some of them, one one person gave a report on um, John Dillinger. Yeah. Um, somebody else gave a report on Watergate. Some, but yeah. and, and the whole time these things were going on, <clears throat> there was all this yelling and stuff. And then this one young white girl got up. And she was one of the students in the class that were ex- extremely quiet and didn't say anything just, mm-hmm. just put up with this crap that was going on so she got up and she hi my name is my name is uh, her last name was not ridgeway it was something else but she says i i'm going to give my report today on my grandfather the Green River Killer. Jesus. And all of a sudden, this room that had just been, it sounded like, it sounded like the last minute and a half of some... Ambient noise of talking and yelling. At certain times, that classroom sounded like the last two minutes of some NBA basketball tournament. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And suddenly... She says, and I would like to give my report on my grandfather, uh, Gary Ridgeway, the Green River Killer. And suddenly you could hear a pin drop. And it was like, Everyone just went completely uh, mute at that that moment. And and they all stopped what they were doing. And then she started to give her report. And she laid out a few of the little show and tells she had. We'll get to that in a minute. Some photographs and so on, and then she began to talk about her grandfather. My no grand, way. my grandfather, uh, Gary Ridgeway, is was known as the Green River Killer. Um, I mean, what are the odds? He's he was at, at the time of his arrest. He was accused of between um, forty eight and ninety uh, separate murders in South King County, and. Uh, then she went on and gave the report and how he was arrested and all the rest of it. But then she says, well, then I have these items that I would like to show you. And so she begins to pick up items. And one of the items shows her sitting on Gary Ridgeway's lap. Here's here's the Green River. Oh, she also had photograph newspaper clippings of him when he was arrested. So you could see what he looked like. And you can see Grandpa in this little color Kodak Photoshop picture of, of she, little granddaughter, sitting on Grandpa's lap in the backyard down in Renton somewhere. And and uh, just, it's little Grandpa, just, you know, hi, this is my Grandpa. Yeah. So oh then, and, and, and then she began to, uh, um, people says, well, didn't, and she went into details about, and my, my grandmother has changed her last name. She's trying to distance herself from the Ridgeway name. And uh, so that 
now that he's in prison, I can, he can take, I, she can take up a different life and all the rest of it. And then people were saying, well, didn't, didn't she know? Didn't she, didn't she suspect something? And, and, uh, what this girl said, well, she says, well, no, um, but we did have a lot of garage sales where we were, where we would have to organize like the sale of, of jewelry and bracelets and, and little, little items that were little trinkets that, you know, little knickknack trinkets that a, that a young woman like would like to purchase or something. And of course, these were some of the, these were the, the, uh, the trophies that uh, Gary Ridgway had been taking oh my God. off the... Uh, and he was then selling them in garage uh, yes, sales? Yes, he was selling them in garage sales. And the, the, the background for... Uh, to give a little background here for those of you who may not recognize who, who Gary Ridgway was, he was, the, he was the Green River Killer and he had terrified South uh, South King County for, for several years, he'd been able to do it because he was killing these young prostitutes on Pacific highway South down around Seattle, Tacoma airport. But then he was dropping them off, uh, on different, uh, police jurisdictions. Sometimes it would be in the, the Burien city limits. So the Burien police department would investigate that. Sometimes it was in the Renton city. Sometimes it was in the Highline city uh, police department's area. Sometimes it was on airport property. So airport police would investigate the crime. Sometimes it was on King County property. So the King County police would investigate. But none of these police departments were sharing information with one another. So each jurisdiction in, in, in the police business, burglary, homicide are the two, the two most prestigious uh, departments in, in, in a police force. So these groups were not sharing this information with uh, fellow officers in other districts because they wanted, they, they, they thought they could do it themselves or they didn't want to share it because they wanted the credit of capturing. So for a long time, nobody was connecting the dots and realizing that this was one single man doing this was not, you know, one murderer. This was, I mean, not, this is not multiple murders. No. It was just one guy. One... And when he was arrested, he said, do you realize how hard it is for a guy that's holding down a regular job to be a serial killer. I was out there cleaning up Pacific Highway South. I was doing the job you were not doing. And that's, he had, he had a, a, you know, a very self-right. trying to legitimize. He was trying to legitimize his, his behavior and justify it. And that, so my, my I, I say this because it, the story was, was an interesting one for a, for a, oh, I think it was on a Friday afternoon. So it was the, it was the beginning of the weekend for a teacher and it's like, okay, well, we're wrapping up. 
this this semester with some of the students giving reports and this is a nice one and i'm going to give her an e minus or some of her punctuation and spelling was not proper but but the subject was certainly I mean, well, what are the odds though like i was saying her that the granddaughter of the green river killers in your substitute class well i i've pondered that one as well uh it's like one in a million well of. i don't know if it's it, it, it sometimes it's you can go you can go one in a million or you can go the other way and say it's like guess who i saw i bumped into in the chicago airport and it was joe and, and joe and karen from across the street and that stuff happens yeah uh, so those coincidences happen a lot and we and people then under under those circumstances say well it's a small world but then when you get a a situation like this you go what are the odds of something like that happening to you and and and, and what what and it's like, well, I think it's a small world, and and you you better you better watch your back because you just really sometimes you don't know what what the nice little man down the street is is doing, and and it takes a while before his 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 little granddaughter gets old enough to uh, give a give a history report on it. Oh my god! So that. That is our episode. This ends our episode for uh, what? What episode twenty six? Episode twenty six.